What up? What up? What up? It's Reckley Podcast, man. Episode 123. If y'all know me, y'all know my name is Randy Little. I do my best to try to host this thing. If you new, welcome. If you've been listening for multiple episodes, I don't want to put a number on it. Shout out to you. Um, Two-man crew on this one. Me, Rocket, and we just talking current events. A lot of trailers for the second straight episode. We got a dump truck full of trailers to talk about. And then news. There's been horror movie news. There's been casting announcements. There's been unconfirmed casting announcements. Motherfuckers was acting like all that shit was in stone, though. Um, And other stuff. So, yeah. Let's just... uh, I hit my table. Let's just jump in to the recently released theatrical... We're streaming releases the weekend of November the 17th. The Hunger Games, A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes came out. Trolls Band Together came out. Thanksgiving came out. All three of those reviews on my personal YouTube channel. This past Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, um, we got Napoleon, the Ridley Scott, Joaquin Phoenix starring dramatic epic we got wish the new disney animation we got leo where i think adam sandler like voices a lizard that's on netflix and then on paramount plus good good burger 2 came out this upcoming weekend december 1st silent night directed by john woo starring joel kinnaman like what if like the first weekend in december just becomes like Christmas action movie weekend. Last year it was Violent Night. This year it's Silent Night. It's John Woo, so I just I hope it's dope. I don't know if my theater's gonna get it though. And then uh, the weekend of December the eighth. As far as I know, nothing comes out. Probably something limited. Like that's when like Empire of Light came out. I think last year, Sam Mendes. But this year, nothing that I know of because I think even uh, anyone but you was maybe supposed to be scheduled that day and then got moved, I believe, to the 22nd. So, um, on physical. On physical, uh, Tuesday, November the 14th, we had some shit come out. Looks like Rudy got a 4K, Duel got a 4K, Sound of Freedom came out, Paramount Presents put out Terms of Endearment, The Nun 2 came out, Equalizer 3 came out, is that a Shout Factory Sunny Chiba collection? Uh, Smoking on some of your finest Chiba. Justified City Primeval came out, Guarding Test, like I was going to cop just because it was Nicolas Cage, but I decided to pass. Um, see a bunch of re-releases, a bunch of fucking, I think I mentioned last episode, like, why is Stargirl season one getting a re-release when season three isn't even on physical yet? And then this past Tuesday, November the 21st, Oppenheimer came out, Mean Streets got a Criterion, Police Academy, the whole Police Academy franchise came out on from Shout Factory. Saw X came out, Expendables 4 came out. Yes, Nick, if you listening, Love Actually did come out on 4K. I see a Resident Evil box set. 
I see an Expendables steelbook with all four movies. Um, the Expanse. Rocket was talking about that. Um, this upcoming Tuesday, November the 28th, Marvel is putting WandaVision out in that steelbook that I'm being forced to buy. Yes, forced because it's MCU. I have to buy it. My compulsion will not allow me to ignore that it was released. Uh, the DC show that was on Netflix and not Max, Sandman, season one can't, is coming out. A Haunting in Venice comes out this Tuesday. Monk season one from Kino Labor comes out this Tuesday. Uh, um, that might be it. This is kind of sort of a light Tuesday. Is that a re-release of the Sandlot? Uh, my Sandlot has a dope slip that feels like a baseball, so I don't need that. Uh, the Tuesday before the next episode, I believe, is the 5th of December. Titanic on 4K, Stand By Me on 4K, Star Trek Strange New Worlds on 4K, Indiana Jones on a Dial of Destiny finally coming out. That first Tuesday in... Uh, December. I see Northern Exposure. They 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 fumbled the cover art on like every version of Indiana Jones. Like D Disney screwed the pooch on that one. Uh that looks to be it for, for physical media. But I'm gonna be back. Me and the Rocket Man. And then and we go chop it up, have some fun. Talk some movies, man. That's Freckly Podcast. And we back, potting, your boy and Rocky. I thought so, we was going to be a little more crowded than this. We might have a pop-in guest, but some people like working the weekends. Well, like, get scheduled to work the weekends. Because, like, prior engagements just... Never mind, I'm, I'm going to start crying. Uh... <laughs> Rocket, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good, man. Good, a lot of fun. How was yours? It was cool. Wife was working on Thursday, so we ate Wednesday night. Football all day. Okay. Movies okay. on Friday. Uh, same, same. I guess just like we did last time, let's hit a couple of these uh, trailers that came out. Did you see the trailer for the new, uh, new Garfield, the animated Garfield movie? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Right. Oh, uh, um, I don't know who's asking. I don't know who's asking for a Garfield movie, but but I remember I grew up. My cousin back home, he's a huge Garfield fan. He collected everything Garfield. That's what got me into the cartoon. But uh, I liked it. I think it's gonna be, or I'm hoping it's gonna be better than the Bill Murray ones. So, but it's all animated. I think yeah. that's the thing. I never saw the Bill Murray ones. Yeah, they're they're okay. They're okay. He said in Zombieland that he regretted that motherfuckers. They definitely geared towards for kids. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he regretted it, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Brecken Meyer was was John. Was Odie in those movies? Yep. He, I think he was in the second one. I can't even recall, to be honest with you. He might have been in the second one. What was it like? I remember like a Saturday morning cartoon where like you got you got your Garfield and then what was it like? There was like some chickens or something, and like one of them was like walking around, like not fully hatched out of the egg. 
yeah, it was like you see his legs, but no shit. His he was covering his head and all that. It's weird, man. Like I remember, like Saturday morning cartoons. That's where I basically got my fix of Garfield. Just watching those cartoons. Yeah, those cartoons were fire. Uh, I don't know if like I'm just hoping it's it's better. I don't know if Chris Pratt like fully embraced like the the fuck it of Garfield. You know what I mean? Like he sound he he just sounds like Chris Pratt, and I don't know if there's a enough laziness in his voice. Yeah, because like that was the whole thing about Garfield. He was lazy. He didn't care. It was like he was gonna do what he was gonna do, but also it was more of the like. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, just that, like, monotone, lazy mm-hmm. voice. It's going to be interesting if he brings that to the table. I mean, it, and that's in every iteration of, of Garfield. Bill Murray did it. It was in the cartoons. So hopefully he does bring that to the character as well. Exactly. Well, yeah, I'll see it. It's like, it's weird. Like, Sony has, like, their Sony animation block you know what i mean but then they'll do like a arthur christmas or like a garfield or a monster house that they put it out but it's not technically a sony animated release like one of the peter rabbit movies mm-hmm. don't or angry birds don't qualify as like a sony animation and that's weird because like i love a uh, monster house and yeah. arthur's christmas is fantastic arthur's christmas is fantastic so i mean yeah i'm just hoping you know, this is going to be a hit with the little kids, for or with sure. the younger kids. You know, and as an adult, I'm not, like I said, I grew up watching Garfield on Saturday morning, so I'm, of course, I'm going to check it out. And what else? Um, you see the Madam Web trailer? Oh yeah, I don't know, I don't know about that one. Like, <sighs> okay, I understand what Sony is trying to do. Milk Spider Man, you know, Craven coming out. Yep. Milk, Venom. Milk the first two fantastic. Yep. And then you have Morbius that didn't do that well. I enjoyed it for what it was, but it wasn't good. But at the end of the day, this Madam Web just seems like I think this is the problem. I think if it wasn't attached to Spider Man or in that universe and it was just a superhero type movie, I think it would be cool, you know? But at the end of the day, I think because we know who Madam Web is or, you know, people that go to the movies and read the comics and all that. I don't know about the normies, but we know what who Madam Web is. It just seems like a generic, you know, paint-by-numbers paint superhero type movie. Like, there was nothing that got me excited. It was like, oh, okay. No. Yes, I'm, am I going to see it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be an idiot and go to the movie theater and check it out, but at the end of the day, it's just like, I'm not hyped for it. I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to see how this connects to this or that. It's just, I, I'm going to go see it. Exactly. It's just, this is going to be, I might end up on a little rant, but Venom, Carnage, Morbius, this is going to be the fourth movie in this shared universe. And nothing is connected to anything else. Like I think Venom Two, like or Morbius, may have like made mention of something in San Francisco, but none of these villains know anything about each other. Madam Web has to be nope. the connecting movie. She's like clairvoyant or whatever. She can see different multiverses and timelines yeah. and all this. 
she has to be what connects all these movies together. Because they the way that they shuffle and rearrange and reschedule and schedule and 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 cancel, like the El Muerto movie with Bad Bunny is just like off the books. He he bailed, so they was like, "Fuck yeah. it, we're not doing that movie." So like, why was that movie important to a Sony Spider Man universe that doesn't have Spider Man in it? Craven was supposed to come out like six weeks ago, right? Now it before Madam yeah. Web. Now it comes out in August after Madam Web. Venom 3 was supposed to come out in July after both of them. Now it comes out next November after both of them. And they just, like, I'm telling you, they just got characters, like, on a wall, and whatever the dart hits gets a movie. And I agree with that. And I honestly think, I think Morbius, I think there's a good movie in there. I think what happened was, since they pushed it back and pushed it back, and COVID hit and all that, it's sometimes, you know, Guys, paint the masterpiece. Let's just use that term, masterpiece. Or when you went to college, you wrote the paper, but then you're like, hmm, I have time to sit on it. It's not due till next week. How can I tinker and try to make it better when you're actually, you know, making it worse by just let it be? And I think that's what happened with Morbius. I think they had a good movie in there. I mean, we saw stuff in the trailers that weren't in the movies. And then some of the mid and post credit scenes made no sense bags to a movie that already didn't make any sense like at the time but i think is michael keaton gonna be in craven or venom 3 who knows but he's in that universe now and that's the thing yeah he is you know and i understand him getting pulled from one universe into the other get it okay you know we got the multi but i think and also I think I can't even remember all this, but now I know Morbius was supposed to be dropped sooner than certain movies that Marvel was supposed to drop, and then it went by it getting pushed back. Like you said, it got rearranged. Maybe that's why a yeah. lot of the stuff might have ended up on the to make it try to fit. It's just I don't know. I think Morbius initially I, had. I like... just hope Madam Web isn't that. Isn't what? No, I'm just hoping like Madam Webb it doesn't get the same fate as Morbius does. Oh no, I think it's I think it's locked into February. Cause now that the strike's over, like they have no reason to delay anything. Um but yeah, I think I think Morbius had that initial like October release window, like right after the first venom, like a literal year after the first venom. And then yeah, like delays, reshoots, COVID, bullshit. Cause I th- cause Venom Two was originally supposed to come out that following June, like June of twenty twenty, and then yeah, it was just all a mess. But yeah, like I I don't love Dakota Johnson. Like if they really wanted to do some cool multiversal shit, bring back Sally Fields. She's Madam. She's literally Madam Web, but a variant of Aunt May, whatever. And she May. looks yep. exactly like Madam Web. And then have Andrew yes, Garfield in a post credit scene explaining everything. And he, oh, yeah, I just came from a world with two other Spider-Man, so whatever. Yep. And, and you know what you said, Sally Field? Like, let's, let's, let's do something like this where, say, say they brought in Sally Field. She is, say, the Madam Web. She could tell... As Sally Field, her story, and they could flash back, and now you bring in Dakota Johnson and tell her, yeah. Sa- you know, Sally Field is 
Not, like, give me something different. This, and also is, when did this take place now? See, you know, did this take place prior to Venom or after Venom or before Morbius? Because at the end of the day, like you said, she is clairvoyant. Oh, something happened, makes her clairvoyant. Now, is it going to be where after this whole move, one of the post-credit scenes or mid-credit scenes, it might be like see something in the future with Venom or Morbius? Yeah. I mean, we don't know. Now, is that telling me? Is that telling me that these movies already happened? Then it's this, or is she in between one of the two? That's where all this hopping around here and the same thing. Like, like, let's say you know, you know, it's it's these timelines. You know, you're trying to build franchises. If you're gonna do it, do it a certain way. Stop with the jumping around all over the place. Hell yeah! That's what kind of happened with Black Widow. You know, Black Widow should have about. Ye, like seventy, I'll tell you this right now. Before Endgame, if Black Widow would have came out after Infinity War, that would have had more, yeah, stakes per se because she was still alive. I that's a fact. Dropping it after Endgame, we already know she's gonna, she's dead. You know, it's like oh, this has nothing. How y'all watch it or watch it? But I already know what her fate is. That's a fact. I, I mean, there's so many rumors, you know, there's always speculation and rumors about new movies, but I, I heard that Madame Web takes place like 20 years ago and okay. Adam Scott possibly might be Uncle Ben. And, Interesting. But also, like, if it's if it's in this new Sony universe, who's the established Spider-Man? If it's... <laughs> In like either Toby or Andrew's universe, where why like why does the villain have a spider suit? Like why does he look just like Spider Man? Yeah. And also, I know, like you said, Marvel is solely in cahoots with the Spider Man movies. I know this is own thing, its own world, its own universe. But also now, now remember in the scene No Way Home when they're all together talking. Oh, I fought an alien. I fought this. I fought that. How we, you know, does that take place after all that happened? Whoever's universe you go to, whether it's Toby, Maguire's universe, you know, or Tom, you know, obviously I'm guessing this is not Tom Holland's universe. No, there's no way. You know, I'm guessing it's either Tom Maguire or Andrew Garfield's. I hope, I hope but Kevin Feige you know, forbid that Garfield bullshit. Like, yeah. And that's the thing is like, whose universe are they going to use or go into? But also, you know, and that scene, oh, I fought, you know, Tom McGuire, I fought a, an alien, I fought this. Andrew Garfield's like, oh, I just fought a guy in a rhino suit. You know what I mean? It's funny because now, if he ends up fighting this, it has to be, let's say it's in Andrew Garfield's universe, it has to be after the fact of those events. Because if it's prior to, then it's like, why didn't he mention that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all convoluted. <laughs> uh, did, yeah, you, did you see the trailer for What If Season 2? Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Like right. uh, the goat. I mean, not the goat. The MVP of season one is definitely uh, the Doctor Strange ones. Doctor Strange was the guy in that. I gotta rewatch it because so, I remember not loving the Doctor Strange episode. I, and I like the Doctor Strange ones because it was definitely they were darker. Yeah. But also towards the end, you could see he he was the leader of whatever group that was for the what if you know what they call themselves one. the Guardians season of the two, Multiverse or something. Yeah. So and and that's the thing is is I want to see. 
I wish they would continue that line, but who knows? You know, because like the yeah. one I'm interested in is the one um with uh Happy Hogan. It's called I think Happy Hogan Saves Christmas or something like that. Yeah. And you know, Favreau, John Favreau's come back to voice him, voice the character. So it's gonna be I'm intrigued. I'll say that. I'm yeah. intrigued. It starts December 22nd. They're, they're doing one episode a day all the way up until New Year's Eve. Day. New Year's Day? Yep. Shit. I think it's New Year's Eve. New Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's a nine-episode season. And I'm, I'm going to look yeah. bad like, so not being able to count. So that picks it up to 31st. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if I want to get my review for that season in, I'm going to have to keep up with one episode a day and review it. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking out loud on wax. This is unprofessional. <laughs> it's gonna be like one of my like last videos on the 31st i'm gonna be able to do yeah they uh they do like a throwback avengers like i feel like i, I saw like the episode list and now i can't think of it now that i'm trying to but uh i saw i saw something like the the multiverse like had like a purple hue because he who remains was in control and now that loki's in control yeah. season two has like a green hue to it like little detail like yeah. that is really yeah. fire I like that too, and that's the thing is is what it's these stories of this is what could have happened if this happened. Like so, it, I kind of like that. You know, it's 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 not canon because it never happened. It's just this could have happened. Yeah. You know, and some other verse and all that. But also, it's going to be you know talking about you know the he who remains. You know, Jonathan Majors as well is what's going to happen with that character, Kang overall you know in the tv shows the cartoons the the movies i mean they just need to stop bullshitting and press forward mm-hmm. it's like like that's that's the rumor and speculation that that pisses me off marvel kevin feige needs to come out and, and say one way or the other like yeah we're gonna we're gonna sidetrack from kang or like nah this is our guy like we're not we're not ruining our story because of what happened when he's clearly innocent. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing, though, too, is like, like I know, hey, storylines change. And right now, you know, you're hearing all this Dr. Doom rumors and all that. And the crazy thing about it is, like we talked about phase one, phase two, all that. Each phase led to something. You know it was going to be, at the end of the day, a head-to-head culmination with they were going to meet up and fight Thanos. Fantastic. You know, where are we going with this? Yeah, like, it's Every sloppily... Movie, the Marvels, this is going to change. This is going to... Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like, you introduce your part, your core heroes, tease Thanos at the end of the first team-up, tease Thanos again at the end of the second team-up. He was in Guardians. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he popped in and out of different stories. We've seen yeah. Kang variants in Loki and in Ant-Man. Everybody else in this mm-hmm. multiverse saga, technically Black Widow counts, even though there's nothing multiversal at all. Spider-Man movies, Thor movies, Guardians 3, um, Eternals, Shang-Chi, The Marvels. Nothing Kang related at all barely any barely anything multiversal at all like the marvels did what the marvels did and multiverse of madness was like 
dollar store multiverse, like multiverse of madness and only going to like three different universes irritates the fuck out of me. It's it's a solid movie. Yeah. It was just like I could it was I could give it a compliment, but I was let down. Like it's like you torn in two different directions and shit. But like I don't and with only one movie next year, they kinda gotta stick the landing now. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, like you said, the multiversal madness that I enjoy. Yes, I know some people didn't. I get it. Some people are confused by it. Totally understand that. But I, I like to call it a a solid mess. It was a very it was a solid mess because I enjoyed the movie for what it was, but it was a mess. Like it's called multiverse of madness, and I feel, even though I wasn't a huge fan of this movie, everything, everywhere, all at once, actually did the multiverse better than the multiverse yeah. of madness because they you know it was they that's how it was even loki with what's going on i think did it better way better um it's just i was excited for the marvels in the sense of like you know i saw the trailers you know didn't hype me but i was interested i loved miss marvel i enjoyed miss marvel i did like the first captain marvel okay you know and i wanted to see you know with Monica Rambeau, the dynamic is last time Captain Marvel. So she was a little kid. Now she's growing up. How did that, how are they going to, you know, I wanted to see be together Monica Rambeau awkward too. and all that. But I was more excited because of the bangles of this or that. It all was connected. I'm like, yeah. we gotta see Shang-Chi at least in a post credit or mid credit scene. And I was highly disappointed that he yeah. wasn't even mentioned or anything or even seen. And that, and I think that's the problem is you have the bangle, you have this, you have that with Miss Marvel, you know, the villain had, going at the same thing. The Ten Rings, you cannot tell me all this is not connected. And the sad thing is, is at the end of Shang-Chi, you know, is you're going to be seeing Shang-Chi soon. You're going to see the Ten Rings, which his sister takes over. You, you know, she's somewhere in the mix. And yet, this took place, what, almost three years ago, this movie? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think. Like, real time in the Where MCU timeline, like, it, they they got to clear it up eventually. Because for all we know, mm-hmm. the Marvels and Shang-Chi could take place at the exact same time. But they're not specifying, they're not, they're not being clear about when things take place in Phase 4, 5, and 6. So like, I don't know. Like like we all know it's a mess. I I so we I feel like we bring it up like every other two or three episodes. But yeah, like the Marvels should have mentioned when when she saw the bangle. Like man, like the the blue lights look like these rings I saw, and da da da. But like we don't know if 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 Banner and Carol have seen that yet. We don't know if Wong has gotten all them together yet. Like. In real time, to us, it's been over two years. Who know, like we just don't know in exactly. the story when it happens. And that's the thing is, like you said, we don't know when it happens because in this one, Carol, you know, Captain Marvel has long hair. Yeah. In the post credit scene of Shang Chi, she has short hair, and all that. Like, one way or another, it's contradicting itself because of, because of. The Marvels happened before Shang-Chi, let's say timeline-wise. 
in the post credit scene of Shang-Chi, she's be like, I've seen something like this before. Yeah. Or, or in Shang-Chi at the post credit scene, she, okay, she never saw that. Okay, she had to go. Now Miss Marvel, she's like, ooh, this reminds me of something. You would think one way or another, she's cornered to at least realize something or something familiar. And for think? none of that to be mentioned, you know, it's... See, but also, like, I feel like if we can just get to Captain America Brave New World, I feel like everybody's questions are going to be, like, semi-answered because that movie's plot specifically is supposed to revolve around the celestial that's stuck in the ocean. And and Sam Wilson, Captain America, is supposed to try to assemble, like, a new Avengers. So, like, maybe we'll get some answers. But uh, let's break right quick and then... We just jump into the next bullet. All right, so uh, it came out that Pedro Pascal has been cast as Reed Richards. I think, depending on his availability while filming uh, Last of Us 2 and probably Mandalorian. And I'm sure, like, Disney is a Mandalorian and Fantastic Four, so I'm sure they'll work with him on that. But Warner Brothers is probably gonna be on some whole shit. <laughs> so I think I think we have a tentative agreement and we have our Reed Richards announced. But it's not yeah. it's not like Disney like I, makes these announcements or like the Marvel Studios social media comes out and confirms or anything. So who knows? It's pro- it could still be all smoke and mirrors and bullshit. Yeah, and and that's the thing though too. It's it's like. I like Pedro Pascal. You know, he's a he's hot commodity right now. Mm-hmm. With the Last of Us, Mandalorian, you know, and now tentatively being cast as Reed Richards. I like it. I, I like, like the it. casting because we heard, you know, Adam Driver. Excuse me, we had heard of Adam Driver, Jake Gyllenhaal, all these names. The thing is, this is, you know, I want to know who the rest of the cast is. Like, yes. rumor has it, you know, Vanessa Kirby... I think is awesome would be you know his wife I wouldn't hate it you know if if they're gonna go white girl say, I want know, uh oh man what's her what's her damn name if, if they're gonna go blonde white girl I want Jodie Comer and that's the other one I honestly thought she would have been the first one casted you know the way things were going Jodie Comer would have been fantastic all pun they say no so you know Joe yeah, jo- Joseph Quinn might be the Human Torch. You know that's what they're saying. That's the that's the rumor. But like I said, these are rumors. I've only seen like, him in we don't know Stranger Things. I can't really. Yes, same, same, and it's just all these people who they're rumoring or saying or whatever. Even like I said, Pedro Pascal, and this not, it's not even confirmed. Confirmed. It's they have a tentative deal. Yeah. You know, some people might run with it and be like, yeah, it's confirmed. Nothing's confirmed yet. Right. Nothing's confirmed yet. I feel like and that's that's the thing. And, and if I don't know, it's like you got Pedro Pascal. So I kind of co- I kind of hope they go like predominantly Hispanic, like give us a Hispanic Sue, give us a Hispanic Johnny. And then with with Ben Graham, you can do whatever you want. And like it was, it was rumored like last year that uh, 
Jason Siegel was going to be Ben Grimm in the She-Hulk show. I don't know why. Like, I yeah. like that casting. And they could do it how they did, like, The Flash. Mm-hmm. Like, The Flash, they made him out to be, you know, at least his mom was Latin. You know? And that was the thing. Like, in the comic books, that's not the case. You know what I mean? It's just... yeah. <clears throat> It, you know, everybody's doing a little twist, their own version of it, and all that. I get it. <clears throat> but also... Piss off the Republicans. I feel like right now... <laughs> that's the problem with Marvel right now. I feel like even they feel lost. It's every, like, comic book purist. This has to be exactly how it was in the comic books. Bro, you sound like Trump supporters. You just... You, you sound like assholes. Because, like... I'm, I'm sorry. Like, these are fictional, made-up imaginary people that were drawn and yeah. put in a book. They don't really exist. They can be hot pink and have both reproductive organs. Who cares? Uh, like, <clears throat> one of the rumors I'm hearing, you know, Anya Taylor-Joy, supposedly, like, for Silver Surfer or whatever, you know, in that book. Yeah, thing, that too. Thinking, Who gives a they, fuck if Silver they, Surfer is female? Thinking that she, yeah, she might play Norman Rad, who is the Silver Surfer. I'd roll but with it. But also, they're saying that she might play a villain. I'm good with it. Yeah, I'd roll with it. Just acknowledge nope. that she was in, in the Fox universe. Make sure she's in a scene in Deadpool 3 dying, and then recast her in whatever MCU role you want. I'll tell you this right now, though. I have no doubt in my mind Deadpool 3 is going to be fantastic. Oh, for The sure. first two were fantastic. But... Playing devil's advocate here, but... I just need it to be called Deadpool Kills the Fox Universe. The Fox Marvel Universe, something like that. That Something like that. Somebody I heard like on X, Twitter, whatever, on one of the shows, uh, who the hell knows, it was like Deadpool threesome. Because <laughs> that, that basically fits the Deadpool, how Deadpool lives, right? And my whole thing is... Disney would never allow it. I have it. no doubt it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Disney would never allow it's it. It's going to be fantastic. And I think, though, if Devil's Advocate, if Deadpool 3 is not good, Marvel's in trouble. <sighs> I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, Sean Levy, you got Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I love it's It's an underrated movie. Nobody talks about The Adam Project. I enjoyed that movie. Free Guy was fantastic. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to, I think, Deadpool franchise is in good hands. I think it's gonna be great. To me, Sean Levy is the weak point. I don't know. I don't know if he's writing, but his his directing to me is very middle middle of the road. His best movie is This Is Where I Leave You, and I feel like people like not enough people have even seen that shit. I haven't seen it. I have not seen it. And isn't that with um Ben Affleck or something like that? No, no, sir, no. It's uh, it's Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Rose Byrne, Adam Driver, Corey Stoll, Catherine Hahn, Jane Fonda, and like the uh, the father of the family passes. They're all Jewish and they're they're sitting shiva, but the family dynamic is so okay. toxic that it's hilarious. It's interesting. Yeah, but it's like the thing. Never he, seen it. He did Real Steel with Hugh Jackman, so there's there's a relationship there. He's obviously doing this the third movie okay. with Ryan Reynolds. But then he's got like Big Fat Liar, which I've never seen. 
He's got, I think, one of the cheaper by the dozens, maybe a Pink Panther in there. And then he's got, like, the Night at the Museum trilogy. He's got, like I said, Real Steel, and I, f- I feel like I'm forgetting something. Say something. With Sean Levy. And that, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those where it's like, with Sean Levy, I, I, isn't he part of like, in, in like, uh, business with Ryan Reynolds in the sense of like, don't they have like their own production company or that's just Ryan Reynolds' own thing? Oh, the internship. Just married. Yes. He's got some solid shit. He just doesn't have like a classic. It's like this is where I leave you. See if if Deadpool, which I feel like it will, if Deadpool has that free guy energy, it could be brilliant. Yes, that move is fantastic. Exactly. But it's like free. That's, I mean, free guy screenplay by Matt Lieberman, Zach Penn. They both produced Free Guy. And also, he has Stranger Things under his belt. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. You know, and I think that's where it took off for him because, like, he's done movies in Max, the past. Maximum but I think when, effort is when Ryan Stranger Reynolds Things. When Stranger Things aired, I think that's when he really took off. Yeah, he got taken a little more seriously <laughs> as a creator. Period. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Produced by Kevin Fe- Kevin Feige, Ryan Reynolds, Sean Levy. I'll get producing credit for Deadpool. Uh, Marvel Studios, Maximum Effort. So, it's, yeah, like I think I think because like Ryan Reynolds kind of brought Deadpool to Fox. He's getting a lot of uh, yeah. say in the final product with Kevin Feige too. Yeah, but didn't he also do Date Night or something like that? He did do Date Night. Date Night is solid. Date Night is very solid. I think that was the first time I even heard of Sean Levy was like for Date Night. Uh, how do how do we? Get, and that's another thing told too is like talk about Pedro Pascal. Got I don't think Ryan Reynolds is going to let this. this yeah, happen. I just, I just realized we were talking about Pedro Pascal and we got went into like Deadpool three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but um, like you're saying, Pedro Pascal. I if that is confirmed and that is the sound, that, that's a fantastic choice. It's yeah. just now, what's the rest of the cast yeah, going to be like? We really need the other three. Aren't they supposed to start filming in like January? Yeah, and that's and that's the other thing though too is like, you know. When it comes to Fantastic Four, you know, Doctor Doom's going to be in it. Get it. But if they're truly thinking of, and this may not have anything to do with Jonathan Mage, like I said, storylines evolve, storylines change. One movie hits one way and like, ooh, maybe this isn't the one. Because like, I'll be honest with you, <clears throat> I remember when I took my nephew and the first time we saw Thanos on a post credit scene, my nephew's like, who's that? I'm like, that's Thanos. Exactly. He went on down the black rabbit hole and read comic books and got to learn who Thanos was. And boom, now what all the other movies were every time he saw that. Exactly. Here, Kang, we know what Kang, who Kang is, but a lot of people that aren't in that world of reading comics or in the superhero, you know, just who is this guy, you know, at least in 
in those phases, they left breadcrumbs of Thanos and that buildup. You drop Kang in the end of season one. Okay, there's a hint. Here's a little breadcrumb. He's in that scene. Played fantastic by Jonathan Majors. Yeah. But now you throw him in a movie that was mid in Quantumania. Ooh, you ain't lying. But yet, but yet, he's supposed to be this all-powerful being and Scott Lang is going toe-to-toe with him. Like, huh? Yeah, it, like, And that's where you lose me. Yeah. Scott Lang should have no chance. And if you think about it, at the end of the day, like every superhero movie, the good guy wins. You know, it's like, it's just... I don't know. You're right about and I that. Think, you know, we know who Kang is, and we know what, what he represents and how dangerous he is, but a lot of people... They didn't make that good connection. You know, it's like, oh, this is just some villain yeah. named Kang. You know what I mean? It's Yeah. Yeah, it's, I I don't know, like it it gets exhausting talking about how much of a mess the MCU has become since Endgame. And Yeah. Yeah, man, I just it's it's just it's the new leadership in Disney. It has to be. Cause like Kevin Feige's still in control. And he has, like, all this map and timeline for years to come, like he says in all this. So, like, I don't, I just, like I, I said, I, before Kang Dynasty, like, we have to get, like, we have to, like, get clued into the bigger picture. Yeah, I agree. And I think the thing is, this is like, like I said, when Bob Chakepe took over, we were still getting good content. Because there was stuff in the works and being, you know, finalized and all that with, you know, Iger. Now, you know, Bob Chapek took control. He was more about quantity than quality, as you can tell. Clearly. Remember, Shang-Chi was still be- was being done when Iger was there. So that was something that was being done, finalized. Even though they transitioned, that was on the Bob Iger's. That's why it's a banger. And Kevin Feige. Exactly. When Chapek took over, he stripped Feige of very all power. You know what I mean? Like Feige was still in control, but Feige didn't decide this is going on Disney Plus. This is not. This is going to be a movie. This is going to be a sh-. like he didn't have that no more. Now that Iger took over, yes, he's made some idiotic comments during the writers' strike and the actor strike. Get that? But I think he's look what he's done for Disney his first time around. I think it's going to take at least two years to see that transition back over to how it used to be. Yeah. And hopefully these movies within that time frame, sooner rather than later, you know, we get better quality content than quantity. Hence why I think there's only going to be one Marvel movie next year because he's trying to, you know, rein everything in, basically say, let's start from the beginning again. <laughs> And go from there. But then what? 2025 has Captain America, Brave New World, Blade, mm-hmm. Thunderbolts. And I feel like there's one more. Well, the thing is, this is, is Blade even? Ever, I mean, Marshal Ali is going to be like 90 years old by the time that thing ha- takes place. Blade's coming. Oh, man. Blade's coming. Let me see. Let me see. It's just... See.
my whole thing too about Blade is, you know, when you when these actors sign up for it, you know, they have a window. This has been announced almost five years ago. Yeah. You know, and her Sir he's not he's not he's not getting any younger. Like any of us. You know what I mean? And that's the thing is like time goes on, he probably has stuff, he's probably giving up projects because of this. You know, and what they they're on like their third or fourth rider already. So Yes sir. When is this movie? You know, when is this movie coming out? It's already at the end of 2023. Are we looking at 2025, 2026? Oh, no, I guess there's three movies in 25. And the, the only thing scheduled for 26 and 27 right now are Avengers movies. Okay. I still feel like that's off. I mean, bla- is it... <laughs> and that's the thing, too. I thought they had like a, a February, May, Look- July. I don't know. I think Captain America, Thunderbolts, Fantastic Four, Blade, all in 2025. Okay. And I, I got a feel there's some projects in there that get sprinkled in or moved up or something like that. Yeah, there absolutely has to be. But, but also, like, like, you know, if that's the case, too, is, you know, like we were saying earlier with Shang-Chi, when is he going to come out? Is he going to be one of the new Avengers? And if that's the case, there's nothing right now showing that whoever the new Avengers are besides like at the end of the Marvels, you know, you got Miss Marvel trying to recruit Haley Seinfeld, you know, the new, you know, Hawkeye in a sense, besides that's the only inkling we know that they're trying to get a young Avengers or maybe yeah. part of the Avengers, who knows? But besides those, that, those two characters, we have no idea because right now there is no, the only OG left around is Thor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think uh, I think in, in Brave New World, I think Sam Wilson tries to get a new team together. And I was going to say Doctor Strange, but he's not even on mm. Earth right now. So maybe yeah. he, he goes to Wong, and Wong knows Shang-Chi, Hulk. Hulk's still around. She-Hulk. Hulk's still around, but it's... You got, you got your Marvels. One of them is in another dimension, another universe. Uh, yeah. So, horrible transition. Do you want a Fifth Born movie? Mm. I was hoping the fifth one would have been with Matt Damon and Jerry, Jeremy Renner teaming because you got the That'd first cool. three born movies the born legacy is going to end up like spiral like it, it got made and we're never going to talk about it again yeah but i would have liked to see if they can do a fifth one bring in jeremy renner because i think when jeremy renner that with the fourth one there was mention of hints of matt damon's character hints of it and so it was, uh, uh, they were doing stuff at the same time. Yeah. So the events of Matt Damon were happening here, over here, and Jeremy was over here, but it was also ha- happening simultaneously. I wouldn't mind if this is like a kind of a team-up one, because I know it got mentioned, but I don't even know if they have a story or whatever to it. I know Matt Damon's coming back, but at I'm not sure the end of the is. day, I would love to see some sort of team-up. 
I heard that Universal is writing or have hired a director or something, and the expectation is that Matt Damon is going to come back. Like, it's not even confirmed okay. he's coming back. How how many books did did Robert Ludlum write, man? Just take a book, get your get your script, your screenplay off of that. You can't go wrong. I feel like Jason yeah. Bourne well, was an original thing, idea. and it's like Legacy was fine. Jason Bourne was fine. The Bourne, the first three Bourne movies are like the perfect trilogy, and like this is just one of those where like we just didn't need more. I'll rewatch no. the franchise and see the new one. We just didn't need four, four, five, and six Bourne movie. Yeah, and if you're gonna do a, like the fourth one with like say Jeremy Renner or whatever it was, make it be like a Bourne, like like how they do a Star Wars story. Do it, yeah. You know, you know, like just do it based off his character, and you can have hints of, you know, Matt Damon's character, Jason Bourne, little hints. This has happened over here, but it's a different storyline in the same universe of the Bourne movies. Just something separate. Don't call it Bourne. This because to me, Bourne is Matt Damon. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's like taking it back again. A spiral from the book of Saw, Treadstone, da da da, da. in the in, yeah. the in the world of Jason Bourne or something, or something like that. The, the Treadstone Files, like, like even like I know people didn't like coming it, soon to Peacock, or most people that that <laughs> the down the middle with it, but like it'll say from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, the Fantastic Beast. Yeah. You know, you know it's in. Give a mention to the title. This is what it's referenced. Okay, now I know it has to do with this. But do its own storyline, its own timeline for it. Exactly. Um, all right. Nicholas Holt, cast as Lex Luthor, officially and confirmed by the director and writer of the movie, J- James Gunn. I mean, I like. I don't love Nicholas Holt. I think he's really good at what he does in practically everything he, he does. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't see how you get better than this. No. And, and not only that, like, I knew Nicholas Holt from the new version of the X-Men. You know, with James McAvoy, you know, he played By the, the new beast, version I get all that. of the X-Men, you mean about a boy, but go off. <laughs> true, true. But yeah. I really liked him in the movie that, I think it's underrated, Warm Bodies. Yes. I like that movie. Yeah. I like Nicholas Holt in that. And from that point on, I started watching more stuff with him in it. He was fantastic in the menu. Mm-hmm. The menu, he was great. And I think, I mean, I honestly think knowing James Gunn, but from what I heard when um, before any of the strikes or any of that, he also auditioned to be Superman, Nicholas Holt. I believe. And it could be something where like, like with you know, Tom Hiddleston, it could be like he he auditioned to be Thor, but he was so good, you know. We're not going to have you be Thor. We're going to have you be Loki. I feel like same thing happened to Nicholas Holt. You know, you're you're too good of an actor for us not to have you in this movie in this project that we're doing. You may not have the physique of what Superman's supposed to be, and I don't know if you want to go through that rigorous training and work on all that. But I could definitely see you being a fantastic Lex Luthor. Yeah. And I think 
that I mean, I think that's great casting right there. Hell yeah. You know, the thing is, the shitty part about all this is, though, is, like I said, you know, we know what James Gunn could do. You know, Suicide Squad was really, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a gr- good movie. Yeah. Um, all three of the Guardians of the Galaxies were fantastic. So he knows how to suck you in and all that. Pause. And I know as time goes on, you know, time heals wounds. Everybody's upset with him with letting Henry Cavill go. I get all that. As soon as that first trailer drops. Man. That's what I was just going to say. I think, I hope, you know, and and I'm a huge, I was upset that they let Henry Cavill go. I was upset as well, but I believe in James Gunn. Yeah. Um, The guy, the great storyteller. And I think, like you said, once that first trailer drops and we get a glimpse, everybody's going to forget all that. And remember, him and Henry Cavill, when they had that meeting and, you know, that it was announced and even Henry Cavill came out and says, you know, they're going to go in a different direction. James Gunn did say he wants to work with Henry Cavill down the line. So maybe they do bring him back in a different iteration, you know. Yeah. Superman Kingdom Come, you know, it, that could happen, you know. That'd be so, so fire. It's... That'd be so that fire. would be so dope. That'd be so far. Yeah. Uh, I got one for you. Have you seen Thanksgiving? What'd you think of it? What's my name, fool? <laughs> of course, I saw Thanksgiving. I like the shirt. Okay. I mean, like, it was good. It was, it was like, I'm, I'm at a point where like, I don't know. It, it's Eli Roth. Like, you know, you're going to, you're going to get excess of everything, even when it's unnecessary. Yeah. And that's exactly what you got. Yeah. But you got yeah. like a, a, a new, like fun slasher, which I'm going to, I'm going to transition into the last thing we're going to talk about based off of this. Cause it's like I want to see a sequel. The way it's set up, it's set up just like any so, other so like I. original horror franchise. Like there could easily be like six of these movies. And, yeah, and like some are gonna be turds, but th- this one wasn't. And I-, I want more. Same, same, and that's the thing is like it's great because it gives you that. The best way I described it, and you can describe it because it's different. They were like little things of different movies. Like someone said it was, you know, to me, it was more of a little bit of a Halloween-ish Halloween vibe, but more like a scream. Like it was a little bit of Halloween and scream together, especially in the opening scene. Yeah. Opening scene, definitely Halloween. Other people said it was more like scream and I know what you did last summer, which I could see that as well. I said Halloween meets I know what you did last summer. Okay. See, and, and that's the thing is, it's, you could definitely see it, and I enjoyed it for what it was, and it was, I enjoyed it because it had you guessing, you know, yeah. and it's like, you know, and Scream, same thing, oh, it's this person, oh, it's this person, oh, it's this person, until the very end. I thought the misdirection and, was the best part of the whole thing. Yes, yes, and at one point, you know, you'll get, sometimes you're, you're contradicting yourself in the sense like, well, no, it's not that, well, no, now it is this person. Or it's someone within the group. Yeah. But how can that be? 
and it, it just kept you guessing, which I enjoyed. And, and it, that was the fun part of the movie. Scream Five was someone within the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it was it was. I'm I'm. I hope they do another one. I hope they do. Like, look, when they did Grindhouse, you know, Death Proof and Planet Terror. All these are fake trailers. Yeah. Out of all the fake trailers, I think they made three movies. Um, we got Thanksgiving. That was one of them. Machete. They did a whole thing about that. They did what two movies out of that? Was it two? It was Machete. Machete kills. Yeah, I I still want that third one. You know, so they did so. And there's another trailer. I can't even remember what the trailers were, but I guess there was another one that was also made. I can't even uh, remember what it hobo was. Hobo with a shotgun. That's what it was. Hobo with um, uh, Rucker Howard yeah. is in that one. And and so I think there's, I can't remember what the other trailer was, but that's the only one I think the, out of the fake trailers that has not been made into a movie. There's, I think, two let me see. Fictitious it might be too, like I said, Machete, Werewolf Women of the SS was Rob Zombie. Don't was Edgar Wright. And we got Thanksgiving and we got Hobo with a shotgun. So yeah, Edgar Wright and Rob Zombie need to step up to the plate. Okay. And that's the thing is like when I saw these movies, I saw them on individual releases. Like I bought them individually. I got Death Proof. I got Planet Terror. I don't have that. They're the double feature dual pack that you see it as yeah. as it was seen in the theater. I haven't seen that, so that'll be cool to see. I was thinking about you just buying that, even though I have the other two separately. Just buying that version of it just to see it all together with the fake trailers and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I vaguely remember those trailers. Like all I remember from the Thanksgiving fake trailer was just the parade and the big turkey. Uh, but yeah, like it was—it mm-hmm. was implied that there was like slasher elements in there. But uh, yeah, and, and that ma- and that mask is dope. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, that John Carver is fire. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like the slashers, sla- before this past week, slashers were in a great place. Bringing back Halloween, two legit screen movies. Um, totally Killer was fine. I really enjoy Happy Death Day. Like again, segue. Christopher Landon. I want that. Doing his damn thing. Yeah, we need. Speaking of third entries, we need Happy Death Day three. Freaky was really dope. I agree. I don't. I don't give a fuck about mashups. I want Happy Death Day three. I don't need it to mash up with Freaky. Uh, if you want to do Freaky two, I want Happy Death Day. I'm with it. But I want Happy Death Day three. But Christopher Landon next project is Scream seven. And yeah, like. Melissa Barrera came out in support of a group of people that's getting victimized, you know what I'm saying? And apparently not Paramount, Spyglass Media that owns the rights to the Scream franchise just fired their lead. And then the next day, Jenna Ortega isn't coming back. But rumor has it that Jenna Ortega was telling them that she wasn't available before the strike happened, but then the timing of the announcement is very suspect. So yeah, and and I think, and I, I have a theory on Jenna Ortega. I feel like with her with that announcement, do I believe that she let them know ahead of time before any of this stuff? I do. Yeah, but I feeling it was more like, you know, 
there's a chance I might not be able to do Scream 7 because of these things. There's a chance. Not that I can't. There's a chance. And like you said, the timing of the announcement, one minute Melissa Barrera is getting fired, the next day, Jen Ortega is, is b- being announced that she's not coming back because of what she's doing Wednesday season two. That timing is too coincidental. Right. I have a feeling that what happened was, you know, it was, there's a chance I might not be able to do Scream 7, but maybe we can figure something out. And then when this news popped, you know what? Screw it. I'm not doing Scream 7. Yeah. That's my homegirl. I'm not doing it. I'm doing this. But also, like, like, I understand. People say, you know, I mean, stuff like freedom of speech. Hey, we all have freedom of speech. You can say what you want. They can say what they want. And this time in, you know, in this world, people forget it's okay to agree to disagree and you can still be friends and family and still love each other. I get that. But also, freedom of speech goes both ways. Yeah. Like, for example, Randy, say you and I own a company. We own a company, a studio. And there's this event going on. Yep. <laughs> and this the, this issue is going on, you know, and we don't want to be associated with that issue. Like, we have our own beliefs, yeah. and we could be on the same page, and we could be on the same page with, say, Melissa Barrera. Say we agree with her. As people, we agree. She has the right to say what she wants. That's her belief, and she has that right. But also as a company, if we don't want to be associated with what's going on, whether we whether we're on her side or not, as a company, there's certain things you don't want to be have your name be spread at all. Well, this person's about you know, it's like we we want to distance ourselves. So that company had also every right to release her. For sure. That's their right as well. For sure. It goes both ways. I wish though they would have had how they did how Disney did with um, what's her name Gina um, Carano. She was in the, the yes Gina Carano, Mandalorian. When she made certain comments, they reached out to her reps and talked to Gina Carano. Yeah, and they said, "Can you tone it down?" She said, "Yes," but then she continued doing that. Now that's different. Yeah, it's I a, wish they would have done like the same thing with Yeah, this. just knee jerked. You're fired. Yeah, and it's reach out to her reps, reach out to her. Let's have a meeting. Let's talk. You know, I understand you feel this way, but can you please keep these comments off social media? You know, you want to think that behind scenes, that's fantastic, but you know, just tone it down for sure. And now, if she continues doing it, yes, but I think they should have reached out to her first because, like I said, what was the whole thing about you know the last two screen movies, five and six? You know, Neff Campbell was in five. She didn't come back and say, they didn't want to pay her. Okay, great. But at the end of the day, it was the core four. Remember the core four? That's all they yeah. kept saying. And it's not even, a, now it's just the twins, the brother and sister. And the funny thing is this, is people are saying, I'm reading all over and like, go back and watch the movies. You know, bring back Stu. Stu could come up. Stu is dead. Stu, they got his Neff head Campbell smashed by a TV. TV. on his head. Yeah. He is dead. Now, it wasn't like, at the end of the screen, you saw him being in handcuffs in a stretcher and no. hurt. That okay? No, he is dead. And see, like Rain fat, smashed his head with a TV. You've you've lost two of your four leads. 
with all due respect to Jasmine Savoy Brown and to Mason Gooding, nobody is checking mm-hmm. for Randy's relatives. People, no. at least in six, I don't know about fives, I didn't know who she was yet, but at least in six, people were buying tickets to see Jenna Ortega. And people and fans mm-hmm. of five were, were coming to see the Melissa Barrera character and if she if she flipped and and the Jenna yep. Ortega character who was related to all of it. And and to see how what they could do without Nev Campbell. It's out of six movies, I think it's top three. But now seven, I hear like, if I'm Paramount, if I'm Spyglass, like, yo, we put out two in two years. Chill. Get see when Jenna Ortega's free. See what we what you know, kiss her fucking ass, whatever we gotta do to get her in this movie. And she's going to say, bury the hatchet, rehire my friend get you know like i said in the group chat get 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 them a fucking bag get nev campbell back but no like ego and and pride they're they're rushing what they can do to rewrite a script if scream 7 comes out in the yeah. next year and a half it's going to flop it is going to flop if they don't but like we just had this actor strike and this writer strike and the first thing that the studio wants to do is fuck over their actors And that's the thing. Like even Chris Landon, who's director of the movie, came out and says like, "I don't come at me. I had nothing to do with this." Exactly. I had, and it's out of his hands. And the thing is, this is you only got to remember, Melissa Barrera, she was came into Screen Five hot off the tails of, In the Heights, which she was fantastic in In the Heights. You know that movie's dope. Is that true? And so, so it's like she came off of, the, she came off of that into this franchise. Then you got Jen Ortega. You know, it's like. She wasn't in the heights. You got basically two female hot commodities in this one movie, and you have one of the best final girls around in slasher movies, Nev Campbell. That's a trio for success. Exactly. And and now Spyglass kind of f themselves by not paying Nev Campbell, bringing her back with these girls, and or say the core four and Nev Campbell, bringing her back because now. Say this, you know, this happens. At least you still have Nev Campbell in the franchise. Now, you got to scrap seven. You, no, there's no way they could drop this movie next year. They're rewriting. They're like they're, they're no basically way. rewriting the whole thing, and it's basically gonna be like Scream Five, a brand new movie. I'm telling, like, like they're gonna have to take it back to Woodsboro. <laughs> they're they're like, what what killer is gonna like what Ghostface is gonna just come along and have beef with whoever. That's not connected to older movies. And that's the thing. And that's where sometimes it's, it's going to feel really got forced. A bit ridiculous. Yeah. Some of these screen movies got a little bit ridiculous. There's a connection, you know, like, like the twins. That's Randy's family. You know, Melissa Barrera is, you know, Loomis's daughter. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, there's a connection all over, even as time goes on. With that said, They've killed off this. This is you know someone about you know Left Campbell, some her lost long brother, her this, her that. You know, what I mean? it's like at the end of the day, it can't be like Star Wars. Star Wars is this vast universe, and yet it all comes down to the same main people. You had, come on, Woodsboro people. T- you know, you could do like you know, the only thing I can see is what they should have done in Halloween Kills, is uh, Halloween. Excuse me. Halloween ends is disgusting. If they wanted, (laughs) 
if they wanted, I, mean, I remember the characters they made for. If they wanted that character, oh, you remember Corey? Be like Corey. That's what oh, you if remember you Corey? Corey. Be Michael Myers. They should have called it Halloween Ends: The Legacy, where Michael Myers is dead. You know what? I want to take the mantle of that and in his legacy. Do I'll buy that. I'll buy that because in every dream movie, it's a different Ghostface killer. It's a different Ghostface killer. Yeah. So, like, I love Ghostface, but he doesn't hit as hard as Michael Myers or Jason or even Fred because it's that main character. Bring Ghostface is, you and I could be Ghostface. You know, you and I could be Ghostface. Like, at the end of the day, it's... You got to be in better shape than I am just, to be Ghostface. Nah, I don't know. I but like remember. at the end of the day, is I don't have the endurance is, to be. Ghostface. I don't know where they go with the. I don't know where they go with the storyline. Even if they bring back Neff Campbell, yeah, you know Courtney Cox, Courtney Cox will probably come back. But at the end of the day, is you know Dewey's dead. Dewey's dead. The two main ones are Courtney Cox, and you got to throw money at Neff Campbell to even come yeah. back to even try to save this. And now Neff Campbell is. If I was if I was this whole now, cast. If I was this whole cast, I'm like, I'm not working with y'all unless y'all bring them back. Unless y'all wait for them yep. to be free and, and available and pay them, I'm not coming back. And I will encourage yeah. the fans to I'm not Neff watch. Campbell, that... Exactly. And say Neff Campbell was asking $20 million, you know what? If you want me to say it, I want now $30 million. Yeah. You know what, Because you, you, you screwed me over. Now, you know what? Now you're going to pay the piper. If you want me to save this franchise, I want to... Now... I don't believe any actor or actress should be paid the ridiculous money these people get paid. But at the end of the day, is I'm on her side. Pay her the money. Be- or Spyglass, sell the rights to a different company. Yeah. Because right now, Scream 7 is A, is it even going to happen? B, it's a mess. It's a mess. Because Neff Campbell, even if they pay her all the money she wants, and she comes back, what is the storyline? Does she turn into Ghostface? But that's the same storyline I saw when Shawnee Smith went through the first saw one, she flipped, and now she, you know, it's like, what are we doing here? You know, it's like, I don't know. Like, what is the storyline? Nah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I think I think that was a solid pod. In two weeks, it'll be December, and I think it'll be the last like group discussion for the year because after that you know them i'm gonna hit i'm gonna hit them two episodes there's nothing but top five lists and all of that most anticipated and all of that uh and you gotta gotta do your movie collection that video feel me <laughs> feel me the end of the year is busy for your boy jump in the comments let us know what you think about the trailers we talked about the headlines we talked about your your reaction to the scream news i will be back to wrap this episode up Catch y'all in two weeks. It's Rec League. Yo. Yo, 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 yo. The excellence of verbal execution. Y'all can't submit me. Move on to the next solution. My every maneuver strategic. I rock the boat till everybody getting seasick. Grudge with me like you dreamed I did shit, then woke up big mad. Like when you realized it's not really a genie movie starring Sinbad. The further you get from sun, the slower time moves. 
Most motherfuckers not ready for the way my mind moves. You ain't got no talent, just decent presentation. Christmas lights, you only bright on occasion. All y'all want to do is clout chase and take a selfie. Oh, two things at once looking ass. Travis Kelsey, rarely compliment, but they like to bring up the mistakes that I did often. Feel like I'm watching Babe the way all these pigs talking. If you get your cut, you was in surgery probably. If you're going to bite my shit, you could at least courtesy copy and chill until the next episode.